I'm going to go ahead and do a Monday sleepy Percocet podcast because I don't want to forget this stuff and I think it's kind of comical and I just wanted to share it. Um, it started with this morning going for lithotripsy. They currently don't let people in the hospital, so we tried. Mark got up to the door with me and they said, you can't go further. Then because I'm dramatic and I'm in a puzzle, I hugged him like I was going off to war. <laughs> you know, made sure he knew I loved him and I walked down by myself to get on, you know, the way the entrance of the hospital, the one main entrance is closed. You go through the clinic entrance or ER now. So I was going through the clinic entrance down the hall by myself. I get to the end of the hall and turn around and Mark is still looking at me by the entrance, like waving me on, which was sweet. Then I go make a left, go down the hall, past lab and everything and go down another hallway to get on the elevator. That one actually faces the main entrance that you can't go in. So God love Mark. He ran down that entrance, pounded on the door and, uh, I didn't hear him, but when I looked up as the elevator was closing, I could see him, which I thought was really sweet. And I was super stressed. So it was nice that he was just hanging on for every second he could be there. It was just really sweet and made me want to cry. Then I get up there and I'm trying to, you know, not be a little bitch. And they get me back. You know, I get my gown on and they have to put an IV in me. And I'm like, oh, you know, you can do the AC. And they're like, oh, no, the anesthesia, they, they don't like that. I said, I know they don't like that. But like, you know, I worked OR. Fucking put it where you can put it. But they insisted on poking me several times to finally get one where they wanted to get one, which sucks because I hate being a pincushion. But they got it. So whatever. Then uh, the anesthesia guy comes in. I found out my nurse, she knows me. She's like, you look so familiar. Long story short, she knew me from like over 20 years ago. She used to, she actually went to Edgewood High School. We graduated the same year and she dated a guy that I used to hang out with, like a couple, like we all knew the same circle, if you will. And I was like, oh my God, like, that's crazy. Like, I don't remember her, but she somehow remembered me. But I, you know, when she kind of put who she was dating, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. So she is taking care of me who's getting lithotripsy and she has a four millimeter kidney stone kind of just hanging out in one of her ureters, not really moving. She had a week off. She was taking Flomax. It's just not moving. I said, Oh my God, I feel terrible for you. I said, you're going to have to have him like do this for you. You're going to have to have him come in. And she was like, yeah, I just really don't want my, my legs spread open and everybody's seeing me. And I'm like, well, I don't want that either. Thank you for putting that in my head. And I was like, she goes, it's different. Cause I work with these people, which I get. So as anesthesia comes in, he's like, oh, he goes, you're here for stones. And he goes, so, oh, look at, we got the stoner twins here. And because I know who she used to hang out with, I, I was like, in more than one way, making my Dana jokes. And she looks a little panicked and she goes, oh, not anymore because I'm a nurse. Well, well, clearly, like not anymore, like me either, because I'm a nurse. I said, but, you know, this was way back when. She looked, I felt bad. Like, I felt bad that she looked freaked out. The anesthesia guy laughed. He didn't seem to give a shit. And then I have to remember not to make jokes sometimes, you know, but fuck it. I'm the one in surgery. I'm going to make the jokes. So then the other nurse comes in and I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to, I said, I'm not being dramatic. I swear I'm not. Like that always starts out when you know the person's going to be dramatic, right? But I said, I'm just very fucking anxious. Like last time I had this procedure, in the PACU area, the nurses were rolling their eyes, telling me they didn't know why I was having so much pain, that this is a same-day procedure. 
I said, and I was vomiting and so much blood was coming out of me. I said, and because I happened to be in the hospital, they kept me overnight and my white blood cell count shot up to like mid twenties. They had to give me antibiotics. I was there for like four or five days after the procedure. I said, so I'm a little nervous. They were like, who did your procedure? I said, I had it here. I said, I had it with, I think Ravi maybe. So when I said Ravi and then they kind of both gave that nurse look that we give to each other when we know some shit's hinky, you're like, mm. like they gave that look to each other. And I said, I'm not missing that look like what's up. And then they were like, oh yeah, we remember when he was here, you know, a lot of his patients, you know, basically had like issues after their lithotripsy with him or any procedure with them. And so I really wish I could go back and find out who my bitch nurses were, who were like making fun of me. Like I couldn't handle pain when in actuality he fucking did something that caused me to have so much pain because I'm telling you, I had lithotripsy today. Yeah. I fucking hate coming out of anesthesia. That's the worst feeling in the world. Like if you feel like you're, I mean, you are, you're drugged. I'm trying to like open my eyes and force them open. And then just for a second, I close them and then I'm, and I'm jerking back awake again, you know? And like, it just, it's a vulnerable feeling. It's not a good feeling. I don't like it. But, um, when I got in PACU today, yes, I was still nauseous because I told them I was nauseous. And for my nurse friends, they give a med called, it starts with an E, and it's one I've never heard of before. I'm thinking Zofran, you know, Zofran, you know, Phenergan. These are the meds I know for nausea. And they gave me something called, what the fuck was it? I wrote it down, but I forgot now. But it literally is like a chemo and like pre-op drug that they give you for nausea vomiting. And it starts with an E. I had never heard of it, just saying. So look at that, 15 years as a nurse and just a new med I learned today that's been around. <laughs> I just never gave it. Because I didn't give it in pre-op because I mostly was in OR and I don't have chemo patients. So I didn't know that med. But uh, they gave that to me before. I told anesthesia, for the love of God, give me fucking Zofran before you wake my ass up because I'm going to need it. And then when I woke up, I said, I'm fucking nauseous. Like I'm nauseous still. And like, you know, they give me the bag and they're like, well, we gave you Raglan. Okay. I, I asked for Zofran, but whatever. I understand they think it's going to do the same. It's, it's just didn't because I was still nauseous. But other than that, the pain level, you guys, was so different. So this Dr. Piccolo or something that I had, the urologist, it didn't hurt nearly as bad as last time. Like, yeah, it fucking hurt when I woke up, but I didn't want to take pain meds. I just wanted to get the fuck home. So it was like, yeah, this is hurting. Like it's kind of been hurting. Like it's maybe like a couple notches above where I've been living with for the last couple weeks of this weird pain, which you're not supposed to have pain. They're claiming when it's in the kidney, but I did. That's why I got this, you know, it's just weird. So much better procedure today. I got home and because we live Murphy's law, I, you know, I said, I, I came home and I slept for a couple hours cause I was still groggy, still peeing a lot, a lot of blood when you first pee, by the way, coming out of that. Like if anybody has lithotripsy women on their periods, I feel like we're a little more used to seeing a lot of blood like that in a toilet. Like you can, women on their periods will pee. And yes, it's two different holes for those people who don't know. It's clearly blood coming from my vagina on my period. But it's like blood red. The waters are blood red. Like somebody was murdered. Like the beaches of, uh, what's that joke that Creed made in the office? The beach on Omaha beach or something. I don't know. Anyways, it, it looks bad. And, uh, yeah, like, so, but when you're, this is coming from my freaking urethra, so it's a little, but yeah, you just pee and it's just blood red. So now I will pass all the fragments of stones that he busted up in me and a little pain. So I get home. And Mark has, you know, a nice little, we all know in the ER, paronchia. I'm, I think I'm saying that wrong. I don't know. Like I said, I'm paronchia. Paronchia? 
Anyways, he has one of those. Went to the urgent care. It's just a nasty little like thing on the side of the fingernail that will grow, gets infected, and you just slice it open, drain it, give it an antibiotic. He got the antibiotic. And I said, oh, what do they give you, like Bactrim? And he's like, no, they didn't want to give me Bactrim. For whatever reason, the PA said it was like people were having some issues with Bactrim, not curing any of their things they have lately. So she gave him like a doxycycline. Well, I get home from surgery today. I'm looking at his finger and it's swollen back up. There's like this big white thing below where she's, I'm like, that looks bad. I was like, I think you need to go back and have it drained again. And you know, you know, we all are terrible about going to urgent care. He's like, fuck it. I'm just going to fucking push it myself. Guys, it was tan brown. Like, it's fucking gross. I know it's infected. And he's been on 24 hours of the antibiotic. And they told him he needs to go back, get a different antibiotic if it gets worse. I did my little pen line around it. Hopefully he gets to take care of that tomorrow. Because by the time he drained it, it was like 6.30 or so at night. And the urgent care closes at 7. So then, because that was the second thing, Max was across the street at his buddy's house. And they remodeled. They got like a old door, put a new door up. But I don't know why they fucking left their old door just laying out in their yard. Because why not? And uh, Max fell. And the door had some nails sticking out of it. He came in and had this long like puncture and dragged like, you know, nasty abrasion with the whole down his inside of his wrist. Long way, like vertical, like probably two and a half inch long. I was like, oh, my fucking God. I, I, like my my thought because he's playing with a couple new kids lately I was like does somebody have a knife like does somebody try to stab you like that's my like literally the first thought I had because I'm weird he's like what the fuck he's like no I fell on a door with nails and then because of the way he fell and turned he has a you know nasty little cut on his leg too so I'm like okay let's clean that out let's get you bandaged and then because he's my youngest and I feel bad I like fucking made him brownies and got him all mark patched him up and I'm like okay I'm like <laughs> lithotripsy finger infection puncture wound slash abrasions and then miles got puked before work but that's kind of like a thing he's got some chronic health issues and he was throwing up a lot before work evan was the only kid that like just was like i'm fucking staying in the room and playing video games like fuck all y'all like i ain't dealing with any of this craziness and uh miles ended up bringing pizza home from work which was nice everybody could have you know and just it was that kind of day and then I finally took Percocet a little bit ago before bed because I'm like, I fucking hurt. I can't get comfortable. I took my Zofran, took my Percocet, took, they put me on like Cipro for the lithotripsy thing. And I get an ultrasound of my kidneys, my ureters, my ureters and my bladder this week. And then I follow up with him next week so we can see where we're at. So that was it. And uh, if anybody's still listening this far in, if Dave's listening, I took Evan to another uh, orthodontist. It's about the same price. We're looking at 5500 for braces. They do do payment plans. They see what your insurance covers. But sometimes insurance only covers like, I think they were telling me like a couple grand, two to three grand. But then you can like do the 2000 as a payment plan. And they even tell you like, if you're paying the whole thing, it's like 195 a month for like, you know, two years or something crazy. And if, you know, obviously the payments can go down if the insurance covers. So braces can be affordable, thankfully. So we're just waiting to see what our insurance says and they'll call us when they know. So that's our brace thing with Evan. So I guess Evan does have something just braces, but I'm going to reflect on these were all things that were easily treatable and other people I know have had much worse medical things this past week. My little nephew today took a tumble down the Walnut uh, street hill, fucking little kid like Max's age got busted up facial fracture and concussion because he passed out when he fell broken ribs 
and at rainbow. So, you know, people are definitely having a worse day than any of us right now. So there's something always that's sad. You're like, who's having a worse day than me? And now my day's not that bad, but, um, but he, you know, rainbows, I'm glad cause he's going there. It'll be good. So I hope y'all had a decent Monday. Um, my week's going to be a little busy again. Cause we've got miles has two appointments tomorrow. I have an appointment Wednesday and Friday and Bella has surgery Wednesday on a growth on her ear that they're going to make sure it's not cancerous. I'm telling you, my full-time job is appointments lately. That's what it is. And I am grateful for the fucking stimulus money because we wouldn't have been able to afford Bella's surgery. Like we could pray and hope and cross our fingers that it wasn't a cancerous growth that just sprung up there in the last month or two that's been weirdly growing. But um, we ha it's going to be like $800 because anesthesia for fucking dogs and... I guess while she's under, they were doing some, she has some kind of dental thing. They're going to deal with two at the same time. I'm like, fucking just do it all. Cause I have the money to pay for it this time. Last time she had her toe removed, it was $1,200 and we had to save up for a few months. They like, let you do a layaway if you will, to pay for the surgery and then finally do it when you pay in full. So that's our crazy Murphy's law. But again, I'm going to look at the bright side and I don't even, yeah, just the bright side of getting through the day. And tomorrow my mom is going to come over. We've all been vaccinated. She's been vaccinated. The kids haven't been, but they don't really, they're always up in their rooms. She's going to come over tomorrow, nurse mom, to just check in on me and let me rest. And then Mark needs to go to the doctor along with Miles' two appointments tomorrow. So wishes luck for getting through Tuesday and then Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday. And then I fucking hope my weekend's slightly better. Take care of your guys' selves. And you know what? If you're prone to kidney stones, the trick is finding out what causes them. I have had three times of being having kidney stones in seven years. I had lithotripsy in 2014, in 2014 or 15. And then 2018, I had a kidney stone that I passed. And then I had one that just hung out there for three years and doubled its size in the last three years. And then got more. So that's why I had to have lithotripsy because they're not moving and I got more on the right side. And I got one in my left too now. So three times with stones in that short time frame. And I, for me, we, I did a whole month long diet journal and I love our smartphones for that. And, um, he checked a 24 hour urine. So my one month research found out in 24 hours that I was right. As usual, I'm just saying as fucking usual, it's too much sodium in my diet. So I'm going to have to be looking at ways to cut that out. And I know people think I eat healthy. I do, but I'm like everybody else. I fucking eat takeout a lot. I eat processed food, like the chick patties have tons of sodium in them, you know, whereas obviously chicken doesn't have any, if you're just getting, you know, your skinless, boneless chicken and you're not dumping marinades on it to make it a whole bunch of sugar and salt, but tofu does not have a lot of sodium in it. So there's that. I just have to not eat the processed vegetarian things and like kind of get more plant-based if you will, and whole grains. So that'll be fun to try to figure out that because I never want to do this again. This was, this wasn't as bad as last time, but it still fucking sucks. Like, I feel like you basically feel like a man, just like a big 250 pound man. Like I think of like any UFC or boxing, like you just fucking punched your kidneys for like an hour. Like you were just fucking hung up being tortured, but you just pummeling your kidneys because, you know, it takes 45 minutes to an hour or so of them doing this ultrasound, like at high frequency to bust it up, which is why you pee blood. So it's pretty fucking awful. So yeah, I need to like not be a glutton for salt and junk food and maybe I won't have to deal with this because like I guess once you kind of get stoned, some people are just prone to getting them. 
So yeah, that was my lovely Monday. All right, I'm out.